preseason All-America teams. Some people were put on. Some people were left off. Let's talk about it on the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Everybody, this is Locked On Bulldogs here on Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, part of Locked On Atlanta. Go follow them, all your Atlanta sports. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online, your sportsbook experts. Get over there right now for the NHL Stanley Cup. Mm, yeah, you got to call it the Stanley Cup. Winners, odds, games, cup going. Uh, as you know, we are. Uh, hey, today's episode, we're going to talk about Phil Still and his All-Americans. We're going to talk about those who got on from Georgia, those who were left off the list. And lastly, Daniel, just kind of our feels on the All-American selection preseason. Uh, quick note here, let's just let's just get this out of the way right now, about okay. lists and power ranking, <laughs> rankings of any kind before the season starts. What do you and I feel? What's, our, what's the Lockdown Bulldog stance on preseason? rankings and polls they are um they are worthless they mean there nothing. that's it they um are only here the only purpose that they serve is the purpose for which we are going to discuss today which is to remind you that there is football coming and you will get to watch it soon enough clint tell the people who made uh, the preseason All-America teams for selections for the University of Georgia. And um, I'm going to go take care of this situation off camera over here. While You're you going to go that. take care of that. That's no problem. There's Okay, here is who was selected from Georgia uh, to be All-American first, second, third team. We have two first teamers. That's Jalen and Brock Bowers, the best offensive weapon in the SEC compared or contrasted uh, on the other side of the ball with the best defensive player, uh, and that is Jalen. <clears throat> Second team, Ringo and Smith, part of our DB group. We've talked about this DB class. We've talked about this DB position group, how it is deep. It is fantastic. We have such high hopes for it. Um, and Phil still agrees to the uh, tune of two second-round All-Americans. And then lastly, this is maybe the surprise amongst all surprises. This offensive line group, we have high hopes for. We think it is a fantastic offensive line group. I think it is very, very deep. Um, but maybe not the name that you thought. It's, it's, not, it's not Broderick. It's not Tate. It, it's not McClendon. No, no, no. It's Warren... Erickson, not Cedric Van Pruden, gets third team all SEC or all American prediction from Phil Still. That's the list. Daniel, what's your initial response right out of the gate uh, on this list from Phil? Well, my apologies, five, not four. Um, uh, but uh, the initial reaction is okay, no brainers for the first team. You know what I'm saying? Like this is it. It's not even worth thinking about how we would have felt 
if Brock Bowers or Jalen Carter were not put on the first team list, because these are just absolute no brainers for first team all American. Sec the second teamers. And so weirdly enough, I think as you go down the teams, you also go down the, Oh, that was a bit of a surprise list. So do Keely Ringo and um, Christopher Smith absolutely deserve the place that they ha have been given? I believe that they do. I think Keely Ringo is going to have a great season this year. Um, I think he had a great season last year. If you look you at go. the numbers and you look at uh, the statistics right. and, and how often he was thrown at and how often he was targeted and what the success rate on those plays were. Yes, sir. They I were think, very good. I think he already had a great season. You and I are on record as saying we both believe Christopher Smith might be the most valuable weapon in the entire secondary for the University of Georgia. And I and stand so by very, that and will continue to stand by that. Very deserving of their place. But maybe a bit of a surprise that, that a, a national observer is going to give them the credit where credit is due. Sometimes we don't always see that. I think there are some names we'll get to a little bit later that we're not given the credit where credit is due that, that might be seem obvious to us as names that could have, should have been on this list. And then you get to the third team. And I'll be honest with you, I have no idea what this is. I have no idea why Warren Erickson's on this list. And I mean this as no disrespect to Warren Erickson. I genuinely, I genuinely I mean this is no disrespect. But Warren Erickson's ceiling this year is the fifth best offensive lineman on the University of Georgia's roster. That's the ceiling for Warren Erickson. And again, I don't mean that as a slight. He is an NFL draft worthy talent. There yeah. it is. So y'all so, is that our fifth best offensive lineman is draftable. Oh, that seems advantageous you, for you, you and talked I. Quite a, you talked quite a bit about Jamari Sawyer and the pressure rate, number one in the nation. Number three in the nation, Warren McClendon last year on pressures allowed per snap. Where's he at on the All-American list? I understand you're not going to give it to a guy like Broderick Jones who hasn't had as much tape or the ability to prove himself. He only appeared – you know, in a handful of games last season, played very well, but he's not going to give it to him. But And I understand you're not going to give it to Tate Ratledge, who I also think will be better than Warren Erickson this year because, again, he, he was out for the entire season. He didn't get to see what he was really capable of last year. But Warren McClendon, Cedric Van Pran, I was shocked that both of those guys would not be ahead of Warren Erickson on a list like this. Good for Warren Erickson, but I think of all the offensive linemen that have a legitimate gripe, to not yep. be on this list, which again, it doesn't matter that nope. you're not on the list. It doesn't no. matter. No one cares. But Warren McClendon, Warren McClendon should have his feathers ruffled a little bit because he played very well last year. He should. McClendon's going to be out. I mean, hey, good giving him some more uh, newsworthy news clipping. Nobody does news clipping anymore. Uh, saved tweets worthy stuff. It's hard to. It's hard to clip the computer screen. It's that you hard read to it on. You know, like it's, it's really, really difficult. Um, yeah. <clears throat> no, so thanks, Phil, for that. Uh, quick question, Daniel. Who was uh, who was the All-American second teamers preseason from last year? You remember anybody that was on that list? Uh-oh. No. I I don't either. I'm just, I don't, I'm just you, suggesting. Yep. No one. Not a – nope. 
Now, at the end of the season, um, who were the first-round draft picks? Does anybody remember that? There was 15 of them, and they were all from Georgia. Hey, we're going to come back after this. We're going to talk about maybe some omissions, maybe some more down the list. But first, I want you to know about BetOnline. BetOnline is your sportsbook experts. Daniel and I trust them. We love them. It's the place we go every single time we want to place our bets, which we do quite often, and we make quite a bit of money. I'm Look, at this point, the humble brag is just – it's just gone. I don't even care anymore. We make just y'all money. A brag this yes, it's literally just called a brag. Um, but that's because we enjoy sports betting. We enjoy the thrill of it. And right now we're at Bet Online, the official sports book of Locked On Bulldogs, as well as Locked On Sport uh, Podcasts Network uh, and Locked On Atlanta. You get over there right now. Uh, you let them know we sent you. you they're going to give you fast, reliable, great online bets, over unders, seasons. Uh, NHL, like I said, the Stanley Cup is going on. Get over there right now. Bet online, your sports book experts. Omissions from this list, Daniel. Phil still missed some people. Yeah. Yeah, we should get in, we should get into that. So um I'll give you my my number one omission. You I'll let you give me your number one omission from this okay. list. I think the number one guy that <clears throat> I'm honestly shocked was not on this list. Former number one high school recruit in the world. um, Productive three-year player for the University of Georgia. Okay. Decided to run it back for his senior year. Decided, if I could be so blunt, one national championship, not enough for him. Not enough. He wants another one. And Give me more. Another said. one. Um, another one. Nolan Smith should have been on this list, Clint. Nolan Smith, I'm not saying he should have been a first-team All-American. Nope. He doesn't have the eye-popping stats. You know, he didn't lead the team in sacks. Robert Beal did that. Yep. He did not lead the team in tackles for loss or tackles or whatever. But the way he – the way he played against the run, the way he put pressure on the quarterback, not necessarily always resulting in a sack by him, but the way he pressured the quarterback. If you watch football last year, which I presume Phil Steele did at least some. I think if you did. watched Dang, football last year, you saw that Nolan Smith is an absolute beast. Even heck, if you even if you just started watching football on January the 10th then you would have seen that Nolan Smith is, in fact, a beast and is worthy of being somewhere on this All-American list. <clears throat> I was a little bit shocked that he wasn't on. Look, I get this list. is some. It's hard because you're doing a lot of projections. And to your point, a lot of guys, Roger Jones, doesn't have the tape that you want to come back and rely back on to. You just have one sample size of a national championship game in which he did handle business, but it wasn't for the whole game. I, I get it. I understand. Okay. Admittedly, that can't fault you too much for that. But a single linebacker from University of Georgia, edge, outside, inside, not a single one of them whatsoever does not get any consideration even on third team. It kind of blows my mind a little bit because we saw enough from Pops, Dumas Johnson. We saw enough from him. I think again, zero film on the guy. We got one, like, like, I get it. I understand. But at the same time, it's University of Georgia. Go look in the NFL. You tell me how many NFL linebackers rep the G 
in their bios. And I'm here to tell you, it's a lot. It, it's, it is it's, staggering. It's many. It's many, 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 many starting, reputable, uh, very, very high-driven, high-performing um, linebackers, both inside and outside. I just can't believe that side of the ball. Again, we have unproven. This is maybe the consternation of a lot of dog fans right now. We have to end Skull Ready. Is, by the way, we're coming for you uh, later this week, Skull Ready. YouTube. Uh, I, I get it that we have to replace all of these defensive players, but we've shown to do so an outside, inside linebacker. I just, uh, Nolan Smith, the most notable of them in, in entirety. But, but also, Robert Beal. I mean, I, I'm I'm not saying he's in this podcast is saying again, maybe a Jordan David esque ascent up draft boards and up statistical leaderboards and all of that for Robert Beal coming back for his super senior season. He doesn't get consideration after leading the best defense of all time in sacks. Okay. I it's just mind boggling to me how Phil Steele did not do that. Uh, we're going to come back after this, talk some more of Phil Steele's All-American list uh, right after this. All right, Clint. Do you ever, you're making these lists and, and being the one to have to do this year after year? I mean, thank goodness you and I don't have to do that. Nothing sounds worse to me. Absolutely nothing could be more mind-numbing than to just have to sit down and seemingly arbitrarily choose a handful of college football players in which to um, – all right. Here's, here's my question to you, Clint. Okay. When you, when you think about a list like this – your mind immediately goes to, not that these lists matter all that much, but they do matter a significant amount more. My mind immediately goes to the postseason list. So let's push the fast forward button on our lives, okay? Okay, wow. And and now all of a sudden it's January, and okay. we are looking at the Phil Steele postseason All-America list. The, the meaningful Let's, one, Daniel, the one that actually so now, does something. We're not going off last year's tape. We're going off this year's tape. Okay. Okay. If you could only choose one name and you had to bet all your money, yeah. you had to bet all your money on a name not on the preseason list, so you can't take yeah. Jalen Carter, Brock Bowers. That's low-hanging fruit. A name not on the preseason list that will be on the postseason list. You can only choose one name, and you have to – I'm talking about you have to leverage your house. You have to bet everything that you own on this name, making that list. Um, who you got? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a little bit of uh, of analysis. I'm gonna verbally process, Daniel. Please, please. Okay. So I think where it I is I, it is after all an my, audio medium that we're doing. Yeah. We are doing a show. In which speaking well, it's also, into the microphone well, I could, is I could draw it up, Daniel. I could draw it up. We're, we're visual as well, but I'm going to process that loud. I think the first name I would go to right off the bat is Tyke Smith because the guy has already done there. He's been an All-American. Interesting. So I would start there. Now, I wouldn't end there because I think, I think in that loaded backfield 
And I think with the position he's going to get, I don't know if he's going to get the acclaim. Um, so I would immediately then go maybe to some just ab- abject talent and opportunity. So we saw Ingram Dawkins at G-Day light mm-hmm. up, Daniel. And he's going to get some run because, as mentioned by every single person in the history of the world, we have some people to replace on this we defense. Bit, Daniel. We a bit thin. We have been thin. thin. Yeah. So Ingram Dawkins. Well, we're not thin. Ingram Dawkins ain't thin. Nobody's ever looked at Ingram Dawkins and said, you know what, that, that, that boy and thin go together. No, two, two C's. Two C's in the description of what he is. Thin is not one of them. But here's where I would land. Okay. And, and this is going to be stupid because it's Brock Bowers is already on the list. But Eric Gilbert would be my give me all leveraging my life. It's Eric Gilbert. Because he is different than everyone else. You can't convince me otherwise. I asked this question knowing full well. I'll give you a different name because we won't for the sake of, but just let the record show if I had to bet all my money on one guy. Because a postseason All-American list is not a representation of a whole career. It's one season. And Eric Gilbert is going to have plenty of opportunities this one season to make a big time name for himself uh, in college football, um, I'm I'm going to give you a couple names as well that I would throw out there. Okay. That I might, if the odds if the odds were favorable, I might sprinkle give me juice. a little bit. Give me that I juice. <laughs> might sprinkle a little bit on there. Okay, pops is one of them. So Dumas Johnson is one of them. You mentioned him the last time. He doesn't have the tape as of yet, but I think he's going to have the tape. And we all expect that when, when you see him on the tape, you're going to, you're going to like what you see. Okay. Your eyes. You're going to, you're going to appreciate it. Um, I think, I think Kendall Milton is another guy that you really would have to take a strong look at because the, the lion's share of the carries are his to lose this year for Georgia. Now, he's got to perform well enough to hang on to him and stay healthy enough to hang on to the lion's share of the carries because there's some dogs behind him. All the all my Dejan Edwards supporters uh, mm. know. There's some dogs behind this guy. So, But everyone will agree that the lion's share of the carries are Kendall Milton's to lose at this point in the season. And so... You would have to think about him um, as being a candidate. And then, listen, you like it or you don't like it, you can go suck on. on an egg. Mm-hmm. But if you don't if you don't think that Stetson Fleming Bennett the fourth has got a shot to get on that All-American list, I'm talking about the number would probably be like plus 1,200. So just first, second, or third team. And you just don't want to uh, drop a little bit on there? You don't want to oh, just sprinkle a little bit on there? Come on. The Weldon brothers, the Weldon brothers right now has started for them, and they say they see all American lists and they say that is peanuts, my friend. That That's nothing. Peanuts. That's merely a stepping stone to where we're trying to get to. I'm just saying I think Todd Munkin in the offense, we all think Todd Munkin in the offense really gonna open it up this year. And Voters like numbers, and Stetson didn't have numbers last year. Guess what he had? Efficiency and wins, which oh, y'all good. don't care about. 
Georgia fans do not care about it. It's been noted. We do not care at all about efficiency. We do not More care wins. at all about wins. No, not. Don't care. National championships, we don't care about that either. Nope. Not interested. I will lose every game and not go to the championship. But if I have a five-star playing quarterback, then I am happy. Because I am laughing, but that's some of y'all's. That's some of y'all's actual take. Like that's your Look actual at the take. Comments at YouTube. We're not making this up. All right. Um, we got more. We're going to talk about later in the week. Um, all American stuff is fun conversation. It means nothing. Uh, we're going to talk about. We're going to compare and contrast some Georgia opponents for the upcoming season. Um, oh, speaking of those comments. Um, we're going to get into them. We're going to dissect mm. that a little bit. And we may mm. even talk a little crooning later in the week, um, we hopefully with a special guest. We're going to get some crooning because Georgia may or may not have landed themselves a uh, significant recruit. Um, and some of Georgia's rivals may be sad about mm. it. They might be sad. So, We'll talk about that uh, later this week. Uh, We're the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. Thanks, y'all, for being here, and we will talk to y'all soon. See ya.